This horror podcast, fresh from the grave, dug up by a frightfully friendly ghouls. They are the ghostest with the mostest that live, or shall I say, die for all things horror. Listeners, beware, for you're in for a scare. Let's horror movies and chill. <laughs> Is strange. Krista is stranger. And we're both <laughs> creatures of, of the night. <laughs> and we're strange. And we're stupid. Because we're going to the murder capital of the world. <laughs> um, uh, where are we going, Krista? Santa Carla. We're going to Santa Carla, guys. Who do, who does that? Who does that? People who want to get lost with them boys. Mm. Them good-looking boys. A.K.A. The Lost Boys. Sam have just moved to Santa Carla, California. They're about to discover its secret. Notice anything unusual about Santa Carla yet? No. It's a pretty cool place. If you're a Martian. Or a vampire. So where are you? The flying nun? I'm your brother, Sammy. Help me! Stay back! Stay back! What's happening to me, Star? Get yourself a good, sharp stick. Drive it right through his heart. You're a vampire, Michael. My own brother, a damn blood-sucking vampire. Oh, you wait till Mom finds out, buddy. When a vampire buys it, it's never a pretty sight. Michael, they're coming! Oh, welcome <laughs> so we are at the lost boys we're at the lost boys <laughs> and the lost boys has uh teamed up with horror movies and chill yes <laughs> i want to say we're with the lost boys don't mind me i'm a little bit sickly so yeah. i sound a little off and i'm gonna be a little off my that's how dedicated she is guys I'm sitting here with my tea and um erica's jack-o-lantern little mug and being spooky and sick yeah it's okay i know i feel better because we're doing the lost boys well, i mean we're doing that yeah you know what i mean we're doing them we can, yeah we can sure okay we'll let their imagination well go. yeah i uh, mean okay that, they're lucky <laughs> they're the lucky ones <laughs> they're the lucky ones <laughs> so anyway the lost boys from 1987 director is joel schumacher thank you because i would have butchered that with my oh soul. i got your back thank you <laughs> this movie has a whopping 74 percent on rotten tomatoes um mm-hmm. how do you feel about this score erica i mean granted this is one of my all-time favorite movies so i think it should be a lot higher than that <laughs> yeah i think it should be higher too i i agree i think it should be higher yeah and we just fit we literally just finished watching it Oh my god! Sorry, guys. That sounded really and weird. we also just fit. <laughs> that wasn't planned. <laughs> Sorry. We also just finished eating too. So. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, guys. This I'm, is going to be a wild I'm ride happy tonight. You can't smell through. <laughs> you guys have smell-o-vision? <laughs> smell-o-vision. 
smell scratch and sniff podcasts <laughs> oh my god we can we can mail out little cards scratch and sniff cards we can like burp on a card and be like here you guys <laughs> from my ha- my kitchen to yours <laughs> from my mouth to your- from my mouth oh. to yours oh god anyway. i'm too full to laugh this hard so i'm gonna also from here on out me and erica decided we're also going to tell you guys the runtime of these movies so if you haven't seen them yet and you're deciding whether or not to watch it you can determine whether or not what kind of night this is for you or if this exactly. is a morning watch so this movie is an hour and 38 minutes long so kind of about an average yeah runtime i would say so um not too short of a movie not too long um i just thought that was a fun little thing to kind of add in there because that determines things for me sometimes in the totally. morning i'm having coffee and i'm like i don't have time for this movie but i could throw on this one yeah so. that's when i'll i'll put like on a show like since they have all the goosebumps now on uh, yes. netflix i'm like you know what i don't have enough time in the morning to get ready to work to watch a whole film so goosebumps, goosebumps. yeah mm-hmm. I'm, goosebumps with coffee is the best thing in the morning dude the second they freaking add in are you afraid of the dark so, I'm all in. Oh, I can't wait Let's for that. Let's fucking do this. I mean, I don't know if that's going to be a thing, but it really should be. Mm-hmm. It really should I be. I love that show. So mm-hmm. good. So good. Well, speaking of love, we have lots and lots of love for these boys. Hence why we're doing it in the month of February, because it's the month of love. So we're like, um, the Lost Boys. Are you like licking your lips and touching your tongue over there, girl? Um, I got an olive hair in my mouth. <laughs> you got a corgi fur in your mouth? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I really she, do. I thought she was making seductive faces at me across the way. <laughs> Sticking my tongue out of her crystal. Like, it's, like, the month, blah, blah, blah. it's the month of love. And she's like, yeah. Yeah, here's mm. my tongue. <laughs> I am sleeping over tonight. Yeah, it's a (laughs) summer party. So, uh, time to get freaky. (laughs) So, kidding. (laughs) You can imagine it's one of the lost boys. It's okay. You can imagine a star. Take your pick, Jason Patrick or Kiefer in this. I I mean, shit. I mean, you did a poll on that. We did do a poll, and um, so we took it to the streets a while ago. Okay, yeah. And it was straight down the middle, half and half, half for Kiefer, half for Jason. That doesn't help, guys. No, it doesn't. But it- <laughs> who did you pick? I think I put. I think I put bite me, David. Uh-huh. The poll was who. Who would you choose? Bite me, David, or take my life, Michael? And it was straight down the middle. I know. I did take my life, Michael. I did. I did bite me David yeah I mean we we were talking about this when we were watching the movie and it's like I think Jason Patrick is technically the hotter he's so good he's so hot but there's something about Kiefer in in this particular role yeah that is just so fucking attractive and I don't I don't I know. Yeah. I see what you're saying. He is really good looking. <sighs> like there's some scenes I'm like, eh, I'll pass. And there's some, there's some he just like does this look. He's got a great grin. Yeah. He is a very like devilish, good looking smile. Like, yeah. And then those piercing ass blue eyes, and it's like and that black blazer. Fuck, dude. Yeah, he'll just do this gaze with this like smirk, and it's like, ooh, like you're scared, and also like, ooh, you want to do something bad, to me? Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, ooh. oh, honey, my blood's boiling. <laughs> Take it. That's what he does. <laughs> yeah. Oof. Both well, of them. That, oh, we'll man. go through. We'll give, let's give a quick overview of who these guys are in case let's people do don't know. Which do yourself a favor and watch the movie and know. Educate yourself, please. Educate now. So, Get your panties evaporated. The first one is a hashtag panties up, evaporated. Panties evaporated. We're going to start that hashtag. With that. 
what is it <laughs> i messed it up that's why it's Panties okay evaporated evaporated <laughs> so uh michael is played by jason patrick we have Corey Haim as sam we have lucy um the character lucy played by diane west sorry um <laughs> i thought i said it wrong you're good um we're grandpa as just is known as as grandpa um bernard hughes David Kiefer Sutherland. We have Max Edward Herman. <laughs> I'm like, Herman, Herman Munster? No. <laughs> Herman! Herman! Dave, uh, wait, I already did that. Yeah. Oops. Oh, I skipped over It's Max okay. Sutherland. I was trying to save it. <laughs> Thank you. Star is Jamie Gertz. Yep. Um, Corey Feldman is Edward Frog. Corey Feldman. Corey! Um, Alan Frog is... Um, Jameson Newlander. Cool ass name, Jameson. Cool name. Um, we got Brooke McCarter as Paul. Billy Worth as Dwayne. <laughs> I didn't appreciate him as a kid, but I appreciate the fuck out of his face as an adult. He looks really good. They should have played off of him more in this for sure. Hot damn. Uh, then we have Alex Winter as Marco, a.k.a. Bill and Ted. <laughs> <laughs> and Laddie, the unnecessary character by Chance Michael Corbett. Yeah, who that gives a shit, shit about, about Laddie? Laddie. <laughs> I, was, I every, when, I've seen, when I watch this movie, I always think that. And I was with you tonight. I'm like, there's just no point in his fucking character. The only point that they have of him is to do the shot of the missing person on the milk cart. That's it. Maybe he does show... have a really cool little like vampire scene at the end of the yeah, movie. But... but like, I feel like he's just like, I know it shows that, you know, they made him so stark and have a companion. So right. showing that they care for a star and they're trying to give her what she wants. But like. I don't know. It's weird. She wants a kid and then she wants, you know, freaking Michael's dick. Like, what? Right. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, she was playing the dicks because (laughs) clearly she belongs basically to David. Mm -hmm. But you can tell that she actually cares about him, too, because there's some scenes that, like, when Michael's trying to, like, fight him and she's like, no! Like, she cares about the D. Yeah. So, both. The D. David with his dick. What are, I David's wonder what dick. the arrangement is with that. Did she like used to hook up with David and then David? Cause That's what I'm wondering. He's a vampire. He's got to get with other chicks. So maybe has to. Maybe they have this open thing like, hey, like maybe they were first together and they were like bunny rabbits, and then they got to a point of like, all right, like we're vampires. We need to have fun with other people. Right. You do you, but I have to pick the person for you. But I'm going to go do me. You stay at home with the kid. Maybe. You can stay and have fun with Dwayne. Yeah. <laughs> he deserves a better name than Dwayne. By the way. Yeah. Dwayne and him, that's not a match. No. You guys, if you don't know who we're talking about, please look up Billy Worth as Dwayne. Oh, do yourself a favor. Do yourself a favor. <laughs> just watch this movie, man. Do yourself that favor. This is seriously, I mean, God damn it. This movie is just, I'm watching it. Okay, I watched it already yesterday. <laughs> I watched it a little bit this morning before I was getting ready to work. Um, I watched it like three days ago. I love this movie. I it's love so, it. It's good. It's so good. So good. It makes me very happy. <laughs> it definitely is a nostalgic movie oh, too. Like you get a really fun '80s feel. Like you know, we're watching, and Erica's like, "I love that duster. I would totally rock the shit yes. with that." Or we're watching certain outfit choices, and I'm like, "God, I love that!" Like the whole beginning sequence is just them moving to Santa Carla, mm-hmm. and it's a summer vibe. They're at the boardwalk, and you know, and I, what I said to Erica's like, "God, I fucking love summertime." Like, yeah. it's funny i'm such a beach goth but i this movie <laughs> gives you all the feels of like a fun 80s summer and i love that so much it does and i like how like 
they're using all like I don't know if these people knew that they were going to be in the movie because there's so many extras in this opening scene that it's like are they just shooting real life people of Santa Cruz like yeah, I don't know hmm. I mean I would believe it like because you know we live in Southern California, so I feel like this also gives us a feel of getting excited for summer. Oh, totally. Told, like, when I see this, this is kind of home for us, because we're not yeah. too far from Santa Cruz. So it's no. like, it gets me all excited, and I know Venice Beach is kind of like that. So Venice Beach is totally like I that. I wouldn't be surprised if that was regular day-to-day people mixed in. You know? I would love that. Because the styling of that, I mean, punk was still rocking at Santa Cruz at that time yeah, right there. That's cool. That was amazing to see. I love Mohawks. I am a diehard Mohawk freak. I love Mohawks, too. So it's just like, fuck, yes. All no. those random people. It's just like, I love it. I'm trying to give my guinea pig a Mohawk. <laughs> <laughs> I told my mom. <coughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> I had a bubble. I told my mom that when I, if I ever have, like, a kid, boy or girl, when they're little, they're going to have a little mohawk. And she got, like, freaked out. Like, oh, my God. No. And I was like, it's going to happen. You can't tell me what to do. <laughs> I know. I do what I want, Mom. I do what I want. <laughs> you can do whatever you want with my kids when you're babysitting, Mom. Okay. <laughs> right? Watching this, it also made me really, like, when I, I see, like, the old packaging of things. Like, we pointed out, like, the box with the Coca-Cola logo yes. on it and stuff. And, you know, you pointed out how the Chinese food came in the old carton. And it just made those me want to, like, cartons. find those things. Like, I love going to, like, thrift stores and flea markets. I'm like, I can't wait to find some cool 80s things that make me exactly. think of this movie. It's all just, like, a full circle home feeling. Oh, yeah, you know? totally agree. I just want my whole place to look like Santa Carla at this time. Like, especially their little, like, vampire den. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, and their god apparently is Jim Morrison with that huge shrine to Jim Morrison. I know, it's so, so cool. I mean, talk about hottie. Jim Morrison was yeah, fucking hot. Like, hell yeah. Holy shit, daddy. No, that was I think a mix of that, their lair with the comic book video store is a, yes. that'd be a dope ass aesthetic for a place. That'd be really sick. That'd be I really could totally sick. see, I could see Richard loving having a comic like video video game room that looks like that like 80s style. oh my god if we ever get like a place that's got like multiple rooms one room is going to be dedicated to like his music and his like comics and games and the one's just going to be like diehard horror collector's uh, items because yes. i mean it's kind of like spread out through our place but i just want like one room that's just like one room for the memorabilia and then the rest can just be spooky and like a exactly classy, regular decor kind of way. exactly because there's a there's a difference between just like the memorabilia like the doll like the michael myers figure that needs to go in a glass case versus the salt and pepper shakers that are yeah. you know vampire and mm-hmm. you know his wife whatever <laughs> whatever that bitch is whoever that shit is <laughs> whatever i got you in your wedding gift <laughs> oh yeah and it was little like those little cute things oh there it wasn't it was it, it was dracula? A... dracula i don't know no it was yes it was a little <laughs> dracula and a little dracula bread there we go and they were kissing it's a salt and pepper shaker see and that's not necessarily memorabilia that's just horror just home decor. Horror decor yes and you also got me um freddie and jason cookie cutters i sight did i went They're for so a kitchen cute. theme it's so cute Yes, I do. Anyway, anyway, um, back to the movie. Um, since we're on the topic of like um, vampires, can I bring up a little fun fact that I have? Yeah, go for it. So, um, Corey Feldman, um, he wasn't a vampire in this. He slayed them. <laughs> slayed him, <laughs> but he literally slayed. <laughs> That's so funny. I mean, he slayed him. Let's make a meme of that. Yeah, literally slayed. Literally slayed. Slayed. I slayed. Slayed him. <laughs> <laughs> but um. I love when I see Corey Feldman in like horror movies or like 
fun like family comedy horror toned movies or anything kind of spooky so he appeared in on friday the 13th the final chapter from 1986 he's also my personal favorite the burbs dude the burbs the burbs that's another nostalgia we will be doing the burbs we will be doing that as an episode here's a promise that's a promise. Yes, I promise you. We can do, see. We can do all that shit lumped together with like Beetlejuice and God. What else can we do with that? Oh, like, bunch all of just ever sister fun, heads. All family. Ones. Yeah. We could put them together, or some that are so good they need to be definitely on their own for sure. But yeah, we'll definitely. That's you guys heard it. It'll be coming. Oh, that's coming. a promise. We're just spitting shit now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? Um, that's fine. <laughs> But um, what I said about Corey Feldman being a vampire, um, he's also my favorite, one of my top favorite movies, um, Tales from the Crypt Bordello of Blood. He's a vampire in that. God, it's so, I love him as a vampire. And I know he wasn't in this, <laughs> but I just love him in vampire movies. That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> um, but I like that he's um, well-seasoned in the genre. Yeah. That's what I'm saying is a well-seasoned tenderloin. I love Corey. <laughs> I mean, my favorite movie with Corey Feldman, obviously, is The Goonies, but... God damn! Everything with Corey, I just love. Me too. I don't think there's a movie that I don't really like. I mean, ex- no. He was in the Gremlins. We love that. Yeah, I love that. That was his first movie right before the Freddy versus Jason. I mean, Freddy versus Jason. Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, mm-hmm. same year. He just has a good track record of being good. Yeah, Stand by Me, like kick fuck. ass movies. Yeah, the bird. Oh, God damn it, the birds. The so birds so good. I can't even talk love about that movie. <laughs> Anyway, do you have anything you want to share? Um, yeah. So even before uh, we go like massively into this movie, the early drafts of The Lost Boys was actually much more on the nose with Peter Pan references. Um, basically with like David's character, he was actually supposed to be Peter. And then all the main characters were actually supposed to be younger with um, Richard Donner uh, was supposed to be the director. But he went on to um, direct lethal weapon instead but he stayed on as a producer for this film and you guys know um richard donner he was the director of the goonies Goonies. yeah at the goonies hey guys yeah so i mean basically they were all supposed to be completely different none of this was supposed to even been a play it was supposed to be more of like a child movie and then joel schumacher was like i'll do this movie but i want them to be like horny rough teenage people not this little kid shit Yes. And then... I like your thinking, Joel. Exactly. That's hot. Thank you, Joel. <laughs> so I have, yeah. So I have... That's a fun fact before we even have to get into, like, this massive movie, because it's huge. It's that's huge. huge. <laughs> um, wow, Sherry. Sure. Right. So, yes. Um, the opening... We'll just go to the opening scene. The very opening scene is basically pan over the ocean, and it's going into the boardwalk at Santa Carla, and you are introduced to the main vampires. Um, This is when my big crush on Kiefer fully came about, because... This is when she creamed her panties, basically. Dude, they're evaporated, like, even as we speak. Like, because it's slow motion. They're on, like, a little, like, Ferris... What was it? Carousel? Carousel? Ferris wheel. Carousel? Carousel. It's all slow motion. He's walking through, and he's causing trouble with his, his boys. And, um... Then he, like, touches, like, some woman on the face. He wants to, like, kiss her, but he's also kind of choking her at the same time. And then her, like, really weird boyfriend was all like, hey, man. And they start kind of, like, going at each other. And the security guard's like, oh, I told you to get off my boardwalk and never come back. So they get kicked off. And then he's telling the other guys, like, you guys, too. Like, don't do that. And then later on, of course, it has, like, a shot of 
the um security guard like walk into his car and then it's like an overshot and all you can hear is like little bat sounds yeah and it's like they never show the vampires flying yeah it's freaking bats freaking bats love halloween freaking bats i love halloween (laughs) and they never show like the vampires like flying but i feel like what the shots that they did do were so much more dramatic and they, I think they had a better payoff, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, my God. Well, let's just, okay, that's fine. We're jamming out now. Yeah, we'll just, <laughs> that's supposed to be a later clip. <laughs> I don't know what happened. It's fine. That was my fault. Sorry, guys. Oh, it did hit. It's fine. We'll just, we'll, we'll just play it again later. Um, yeah, so then they're flying and they kill the security guard. And then it goes into introducing Sam, Michael, and Mama. What's her name? Lucy. Lucy. Um, And then they're talking about how they're going to Santa Carla. And that's when we're just saying like that cult, the opening scene where they drive Mm -hmm. into town and it's just like that beach vibe. Yeah. We don't need to discuss that again. But driving into town is just all the cool vibes that we were all about. I do have a really, this is my... This is my really fun, fun, yeah, fun, funny, fun it. fact. Let me hear it. Okay, so obviously Santa Carla, we already discussed this. Obviously, the city of Santa Carla is not real, but it is actually filmed in the city of Santa Cruz. And Santa Cruz um, actually let them film basically all over Santa Cruz. They open up their streets. They let them film. They pretty much like let them do whatever they want. That's awesome. But they were really scared <laughs> with them using the title Murder Capital of the world yeah it's evil. basically because santa cruz is notorious for in the 70s of two of some of my favorite serial killers so nice. uh, let me just go into that a little bit okay. um so again uh, in the 70s and, and 80s there were a shit ton of fucking serial killers but in the 70s located in santa cruz there was two head honchos one of the serial killers was herbert mullen who claimed 13 victims, and he said he was doing the Lord's work. So basically what he was trying to do is he was using these bodies he was killing as sacrifices for the greater good. So he believed that if he didn't sacrifice this, basically we were going to get hit with like a big fucking earthquake. Damn. So he was using a bunch of people as sacrifices. He was fucking psycho, right? Shit. So he was, that was one of them. Yeah. And I, I mean, I like it. But this next bitch... <laughs> It's just straight up evil. Uh-huh. And you guys know him as Edmund Kemper, the co-ed killer. So basically what he did is he picked up young college students who were hitchhiking. So he was just 300 pounds, big motherfucker, IQ of, <laughs> of 145. He was crazy. Um, he was known to have an insane um, relationship with his mom. And he actually buried one of the heads of his victims in his mom's garden, joking to the cops later on that why he did that is because she always wanted people to look up to her. Oh, my God. Yeah. So he corny. was just he was fucking psycho. I mean, he did some unspeakable fucking nasty things to people like this guy was insane. So that was one of the reasons why, like, Santa Cruz was kind of like, oh, Ooh, I don't sensitive. know. But then they ended up like, hey, OK, go for it. it. And since then, obviously, Santa Cruz has done just fine. Yeah, <laughs> um, they even actually have a website that offers locations to people of all the locations in the movie. Yeah. You can download little location maps. 
that's what we're going to utilize when we go on our trip. We're doing a Santa Cruz trip, and we're going to take pictures at every little spot. And then you'll, we'll let you know if we find one of the Lost Boys. Yeah. But yeah, that was my... So I'm also a, a murderino, like I said before, and true crime is um been a huge thing in my life since i was a kid it's so weird but <laughs> i fucking love true crime and serial killers are a very um sick obsession with obsession with me um not because i like these people but because their backstories are insanely they're intriguing and they're very intriguing and it's just like insane so yeah that was one of my very fun facts about santa cruz <laughs> <laughs> Um, I have a little one too. Yes. Um, so Santa Cruz is, um, in Spanish actually means Holy Cross. Um, so which is interesting connection given that the vampires subject matter um, in their vulnerability to crucifixes. So it's funny that um, um, the movies film there and that's what it means in Spanish. Do you think they did that on in purpose Espanol. because of all that, all that stuff? That they've picked that place? Because they meant crucifix? Yeah, do you think that... They were kind of doing like scouting sites and maybe that like they came across that information and were like, ooh. I'm sure it helped seal the deal. Right. But I doubt they picked it just for that. But I'm, I'm probably not just for that, yeah. but like that's a cool like that's a cool side little, note. Like, oh, we're thinking about here. And like, oh, did you know me until they cross? Oh, but, cool. Oh, even God. better. Yeah. Even better. Like, haha, vampires crosses. Mm, uh-huh. Bye. <laughs> um, and then I'm going to show you. I'm just going to do like a couple of fun facts and then we'll just talk about the movie. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I mean, um, uh, do you want to scan through the movie and put your facts in, or do you just want to say all the facts now and get them done? You can say some of the facts now. Go for it. Yeah. I mean, um, when you first... around a little, guys, it's... Yeah, it's, it's going to happen. You should be watching the movie anyway. Yeah, it's going to happen with this one. It's just kind of one of those films where it's just fun to talk about because We're there's just so many the good shit scenes. about it. Yeah. So. Um, just want to get some of the fun facts out of the way so that I can just... You just talk. Um, one of the really cool fun facts is that you see Kiefer Sutherland wearing black gloves pretty much throughout the, almost the whole entire movie. Uh-huh. So he did this for a reason. Um, it's not just because they look super cool on him. It's because he actually broke his wrist riding one of those motorbikes. Damn. Yeah. And so he actually had to wear <laughs> gloves for the whole entire time so they didn't show his wonky ass wrist. Wah, wah. Wah, wah. Damn. I bet, like, the director was like, <laughs> shit. Oh my god! Like god damn it, Kiefer, you bitch! <laughs> Why'd you have to go and do that? Why'd you gotta go and do that, Kiefer? <laughs> um, you want to just we'll go back and forth on our facts? Yeah, cool. Um, so I have a couple. I have mine are pretty random. So, um, Sam's dog, Sam and Michael's dog, but really like Sam's dog. Yeah. Um, is his name is Nanook? No, no, such a cute dog. Ugh. Um, he's an Alaskan Malamute. And he's huge and, and beautiful. And that's my fact. Krista <laughs> like dogs. That's my fact. <laughs> oh, hey, did you guys know that this movie was made for only eight point five million dollars? Just immediately eight point five, but they actually made over thirty-two uh, million dollars in just North America. Ew. I mean, there's Ew. some good problems. Oh my God, what was that? Oh, you got a frog voice. brother in your throat. Oh no, <laughs> I hate being sick. Oh, she's got her gallon of water and tea, tea next to her. And you got that yummy milkshake. I got those milkshake. I, I sure do drink. Hers. I drink my milkshake yeah. already. And my, and my milkshake does bring all the boys to the yard. Hence why we're doing this episode. And they're like, "Damn, baby, <laughs> got a frog in your throat." <laughs> <laughs> they're like, they're like, like "Don't speak." Krista, don't speak. Don't speak. No. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> oh. Oh, so I that was my fact. What was yours? Um, I was gonna say I was telling her earlier as we were watching this that Joel Moosh Joel Joel Moosh. 
Well, Mushu. I was going to say Mushu. Gosh. Is that from freaking Rush Hour? Well, yeah, it's like Mushu pork they were talking about, but it's a Chinese food. Oh, I was thinking of freaking Chris Tucker, and he's like, I want some Mushu. Some Mushu. Yeah, because it's Mushu pork. Mushu. <laughs> mushu pork. I want some Mushu. I want some Mushu. Uh, but Joel Schumacher uh-huh. um, actually really wanted to do a sequel called The Lost Girls um, about uh, dangerous teenage biker babes who were vampires. That and then badass. Yeah, and no one fucking listened to him. And then out came straight to DVD. Bulls. That we've yeah. never seen, right? Uh, I've never seen him. Me neither. We're going to wait to watch them together, and that's going to be in a future episode. Yeah, it's going to be a future episode. But I mean, like, I would have loved to have seen The Lost Girls. Talk about a group of badass biker bitches that are vampires. Yes. Hallelujah. How funny. The Lost Boys, the Lost Bitches. The Lost Bitches. <laughs> Who is she? I don't know. Is she a lost bitch? <laughs> that bitch is lost. That bitch is lost. I don't know where she going. Someone help her. <laughs> but I mean, I would have loved to have seen that. I know. That would have been really bad. I would have loved to have seen that. I feel like those are pretty much like all of my main things. Um, the next one I have a fun fact, but I actually want to play... The clip before that we kind of already played a little bit now. I'm sorry. That it's okay. I don't mind hearing this song over and over and over again. Well, um, okay. I have another fun fact. Do it. Fred Gwynn was considered for the role of, um, for the part of Max. So I thought that would have been badass. Cause yeah, that would have been. I love Fred Gwynn. He's I mean, Fred Gwynn's great. And I feel like that would have been awesome to have him be like vampire daddy. But, oh, yeah. Um, what is it? Bernard? Is this who does Bernard it? Herman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, is it? Edward Herman. Bernard oh, Bernard. Hughes, grand- <laughs> Bernard Edward Hughes, Herman. Edward Herman. Whoops. Edward Herman did a badass job. I think he was great, but yeah. I feel like Fred Gwynn. Whew. I feel like Fred Gwynn maybe would have brought more of the horror factor because, I mean, uh, Herman, man, he... <laughs> Yes, Herman, man. Herman, Herman. Um, he is a little more goofy. He's more gangly to me. Yeah, he is. And I think it plays off good in a way because he's kind of, anytime the kids are giving him, like, you know, their shenanigans, he's playing it off kind of goofy. Yeah. Like, it's okay, Which but... Which it, I think, though, that's probably one of the reasons why maybe he got it over the other because he's so innocent looking. Yeah. So maybe that played in? Yeah. No, it could have been. Um, could have been. But I feel like Fred definitely, with that horror aspect, his voices he makes and stuff would have been awesome at the ending. Yeah. Just to like turn around and be a vampire and being like, That'd we been great. could have been one happy family or something like that. Like, it would, whatever, you know. That would have been great, actually. That would have been really cool. Right, can you imagine a world? And then um, let me just do a huge shout out to V. Neal for the beautiful fucking makeup in this movie. I know. You guys, if you don't know who V who V Neil is, you need to look that shit up right now. Amazing. She is one of my makeup idols. She is a god and this makeup is just it's classic fucking beautiful. When I think of vampires, I go straight to Lost Boys. Yeah, it's great practical. Like it's so good. Yeah. She's amazing. The makeup in this, especially in the very ending scenes, the major like fights. I mean, some of that shit that's just popping out of everywhere is so, it's so good. good. It's just and like, just wow. another reason why practical makeup is so much fucking better than CGI. I agree. Totally agree. God. I see where CGI gets used here and there where it's needed, like how the part where they're both flying in the air. Like, okay. Yeah, you don't, want to, you don't want to look cheesy with them on some like 
freaking like harnesses and right and especially ropes. for back in the day it might have been a little bit too much yeah but like every, things don't need to be cgi they could be practical and they just make it cg because it's lazy and i like how this movie was not lazy exactly like no i can do this yeah it's so many things from 80s and night even some 90s like they're they're not cgi and they're so good mm-hmm. and it's just so cool it's like why can't we just do that what was wrong with that i don't know makes me sad. It makes me sad, Because it really does just take away from so much stuff. It does. Like Nightmare on Elm Street remake. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to go into uh, the first night on the boardwalk. Yeah. This is where Michael and Sam are taking a little stroll. And, uh, yeah. Let her play over coffee. Poor thing. I'm like, drink your drink your water, drink your water, drink your water. It's oh you know, you're totally fine. Um, so again, I've played that scene before, um, on a different episode, but it is such a huge part of this movie. That what you just heard is I still believe it's um it's a cover. It is a cover from the band Ooh, Let me see. <laughs> Uh, oh, it's um the calls. I still believe. I know you're okay. I'm just dying over here. <laughs> I, Keep going, Eric. Okay. Keep going. <laughs> so um, it's a cover of the calls. I still believe, and it's by Timmy Capello. Um, Timmy Capello is the one that you actually see. He's in the purple tights, greasy ass chest, slicked back hair, that sexy, um, ass tan. sexy tan, chains. That's Hip thrust like a mother. Oh man, he's got thick thighs and a thick booty, and I appreciate he's a it. Man, cake and a half. Okay? <laughs> and you guys, that is actually his gimmick. He dressed like that. Um, he's actually classically, classically, Jesus. He's classically trained performer. Um, he has played with Carly Simon, Peter Gabriel, Sledgehammer. I love Peter Gabriel. <laughs> Um, and uh, Tina Turner, and he actually toured with Tina for 15 years, Damn. and that was his look. That was get up. I mean, fuck it. He owned it. Cool. He you owned it. He can sing and play the sax. He can look greasy, beefy, and delicious. <laughs> he is a beefy man cake. He's man. a beefy man cake. I'll take it. The scene is so entertaining. Oh I my mean, god! I feel like his get up though does take away from the interaction of um, right Michael and Star though. Like you're trying yes. to have a moment, and then it just pans back to this grease monkey gorilla juice. Head. <laughs> <laughs> you can't help. Like but. we're at the Jersey Shore. Like, you can't. Well, he's on the boardwalk. He is on the boardwalk. That is true. Uh, so you can't help it to like. It takes away from it a little. It's not. It a bad does thing, because during this time, I mean, you are you're seeing you're seeing Michael and Sam kind of enjoy, and they're surrounded by a bunch of people at the boardwalk. A lot of fucking like heavy metal people are like headbanging to this <laughs> yeah. song too, which is hilarious to me. And then you have Star who walks into frame, and she's looking like a fucking 
beautiful Stevie Nicks over here with darker hair. Yeah. She's like a little gypsy goddess queen over here. And then she goes up a little bit higher than Michael and they lock eyes and it's like instant eye fucking basically. Well, that's why I told Erica, I'm like, do you think it's like a genuine attraction or like is it because she's vampire-ish that he's lured in? And see, and I was, town. I was thinking that it was a genuine attraction because she's not full vampire yet because yeah. she hasn't made her first kill. Yeah. But then, since Michael is supposed to be her first kill, do you think that she she lured him in? That's what I'm wondering. Yeah. There could have been a little bit of that whole, like, trancing that happens. Yeah. It could be a both. Because it's a vampire. It's a little bit of both. Because remember, she couldn't go through it because she likes she likes the Michael D, too. Yeah. She's like, I like your D too much. I don't want to kill you. I don't want to kill you. You're too pretty. Those dilemmas. I don't know. I mean. I wonder what that's like. Men. <laughs> you can't love them. You can't kill them. Yeah. <laughs> Literally in this Literally. Movie. Shit. <laughs> Some problems. Guys, problems. Um, yeah. So, basically... That's when you're introduced to her. Um, he he kind of becomes a stalker a little bit. He's a little he's a little freaky sometimes, just a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> and then um, so they're kind of just like walking around, and he's like following her. Sam kind of takes off a little bit, and he goes into the comic book store, and that's when he meets the Frog Brothers, um, Edgar and huh? Oh, I got a fact. You finish. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, Edgar and um, Alan Alan Frog. Which, that's the fun fact, is um, they're named after Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, hey. Hey, Poe. we all know is the well-known writer of horror fiction. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. I love that one. I'm like, who? Because I love Edgar Edgar Allan Poe. That's all you. I was like, I was willing you in. Yeah. Thanks, girl. Uh, Oh, you're welcome. And so they're kind of like talking, and and Corey Haim's wearing this badass fucking duster that I would wear the shit out of now. So he walks in, and they're like, and Corey's like, hey. <laughs> He's doing something funky with his I told voice. Eric, I'm like, is he going through puberty? Is he doing that on purpose? I was like, nope, that was a choice. That was a choice. Hey, let it, let it loose. That was a choice that he made. <laughs> I mean, funny. shit. So yeah, they're talking, and he's like, what kind of comics? And Corey Haim is like a huge like comic nerd, and um, they're trying to get him onto this vampire comic about Santa Carla, and he's like, I'm not into horror comics. Like, you are into this one. (laughs) Seed as a survival guide. Yeah, survival for the the higher purpose. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And Corey's like, nah, dude. And then so. (laughs) Nah. Nah, man. I'm not into that. Whatever you're into, dude. I'm good. And then he starts to, like, correct them on, you know, their Superman comic uh, placements because they're not in the right order, which is actually very true, what he said. Um, And so he leaves the comics. Well, actually, First, the one guy in the very beginning of the scene, in the very beginning of the movie, one of the old ugly boyfriends of that blonde chick they were talking about earlier, that um, Kiefer was, like, touching her. Yeah. Um, him and his little groupies, like, steal comics, and then the Frog Brothers go out and chase him, and then Sam ends up leaving, meets up with Michael, and then makes fun of him basically because of Star. And that's when you see Star is a part of David and his little group. Yeah. And then she- Sam's like, ha ha. She ghosts you. She ghosts you. <laughs> she made you look like a fool. I'm like, I'm like a fool. <laughs> I was uh, like, what's the next thing? I feel like they just kind of all start to go into each other. Yeah. I mean, we're, now we're at the point that, you know, it's established Sam and David and the whole group. Like, they roll deep. That's the squad. 
Yeah, basically, that, that's the that's Vampire the squad. squad. And the only way you're going to get into, you know, getting Star's panties, uh, Michael, is you're going to have to get turned into <laughs> You're going to have to go through uh, David. Yeah, basically, the, the next day is they're just kind of talking to the grandpa, and you're kind of seeing how eccentric the grandpa is. Yeah. But later that night, Michael, they're back at the boardwalk, and he's now got, you know, his uh, leather jacket, and he's riding his stupid little moped bike. And and he wants to get his ear pierced because apparently that's like the popular thing. And Star's like, it's a sham. If you want to pierce, I'll do it. And he's like, what's your name? And she's like, Star. It was like so bad, so bad acting. She's not a good actor. I mean, let's just say it. She's Star. And so they're like talking and flirting, and then uh, here comes David. Yeah. Aaron Stripper star. <laughs> and he was like, Oh, your family were like, you know, hips like hippies too and yeah, yeah. she's like, Why? And so I was like this close to being named like Moon Baby or something. <laughs> something like that. Moon Child. on the East Coast, Moon Baby. <laughs> she's a Moon Baby. That's a lot of people call me Moon That's Baby. That's adorable. That's cute. Ask Avery, she'll tell you. Oh yeah? yeah. Avery. Text me. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, so basically now. David's reeling Star back in, and David kind of takes a liking to Michael, obviously, because they have a whole plan of getting David as a vampire. So he was like, let's go. And Michael's like, I can't beat you on my bike. And he's like, you don't have to beat me, Michael. Just keep up. And now we have a really cool, like, beach scene of all the guys riding their bikes. It's actually, I love the way it's shot. Except for when it gets, like, close-up shots of Michael, because he's trying to do this Elvis, like, Lip quiver, but then all then all the wind is blown out his face. He's going so fast the bike, so his cheeks are like. <laughs> but all the other guys look really fucking cool. Obviously, Kiefer's looking like a fucking badass on I his know. motorcycle. He He's fine. got he his fine. like oh yeah, his like devil <laughs> eyes are delicious. So they're they're still riding, and then it kind of gets like uber like uber foggy. It's insanely foggy, and then you can start to tell that it's, like, the end of a cliff. Michael, like, takes his bike out, basically, and he's like, what the fuck, man? Just me and you. Just you. Just you. He wants to basically throw fighting words at David. Yeah, he just wants to fight him. little bitch. And David's like, oh, okay, little bitch. Okay. (laughs) Next shot is basically them in the vampire cave. Yeah. And this is some of my, like, favorite scenes when he, they're playing tricks on Michael, and they order, like, Chinese food, and, like, the first thing that they give Michael is a thing of rice, and they're, like, telling him, it's like, it's maggots, Michael. Then he looks at the box, there's fucking maggots everywhere. And he's like, oh, my God. And he spits everything out. And David's like, <laughs> it's just rice, man. It's just rice, dude. So then it's just rice. And then he gives him fucking, like, chow mein. And then he was like, oh. And then Michael looks down at his thing, and it's worms. And then David's yeah. like, it's only noodles, Michael. So keep in mind, even though Michael threw fighting words at him, David's keeping him around because, like, Erica set the plan. But he's kind of messing with him at this point. Oh, he's totally fucking with I him. I think he mess- he's messing with him. He's like, okay, I know you want my girl Star. Star wants you. I had her. Whatever. Yeah, I'm over it. I'm over it. But I'm I want Twain. I'm going to fuck with you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, change it up. Fuck. Guys, delicious. <laughs> So they're just fucking with him at this point. And it's pretty it's pretty entertaining. I yeah. like it. And then the next next one they're like, here, drink it and then they're like, It's you know, it's blood kind of thing and he's like, No, it's not because basically they fooled him the whole entire time. Yeah. And starts like, Don't do it, it's blood. Don't drink Don't drink it, Michael. <laughs> Michael's like, oh, Yeah, right. And so Michael <laughs> drinks it and he's like, mm-hmm. and then Kiefer's like, Yeah, Michael, Michael and they all chant. Star. Yes. No. Don't drink it, my God. Laddie's <laughs> in the back doing nothing because he's fucking worthless. Yes, he's worthless. 
And so the next thing he like he goes he goes home. He's laying down, and now it's all like, uh oh, Michael's gonna be a vampire. Yep. And things start to just kind of slowly happen to Michael. He's starting to change a little bit. Um, he's not feeling so good. Yeah, he's going through <laughs> puberty. No, he's not. Oh yeah, he's, he he's going well through vamp- vamp- puberty. Vamp puberty. Vamp puberty. But man really? lies. He's a man. He's oh, he's a man. I think it's funny as he's going through this change, and um, you know, he has the night where he starts to feel hungry, and he starts to go after his brother Sam. Yep. And fucking Nanook is like the dog. Mm-hmm. Nook it, sensed that shit. Yeah, I love that they had the dog sense it. I think that was a really cool. Scene. I love it. And that dog is idea. so gorgeous. The dog, the dog is such a pretty dog. So I remember gorgeous. when I first saw this dog. I'm like, I swear to God, if the vampire kills the dog, we. He won't. Like, what did you say? He won't be hot anymore. He won't be hot anymore. Because <laughs> luckily, and they did it where the dog bit. Michael and Michael didn't. Yeah, Michael didn't do it. Nanook was saving him. The dog. Sam comes out and he's like, Michael, Nanook, like what the fuck? And then he sees Michael like hand all bleeding. He's like, what the fuck did you do to my dog? Yeah, you like, asshole. I like how yeah, he says it like yeah, that. You asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I like how his like first worry was not about his brother's bleeding hand. It was yeah. his dog. Yeah. Which I'd I mean, I understand. Same. Yeah. That'd be the same shit. I mean, animals Even first. Sorry. Your dog. Right? If I oh, came into yeah. your place and your hand was bleeding, I'd be like, what happened to all of us? <laughs> I'd be like, bitch, it's my hand. My it's hand's gone. Dog. Where's the corgi? Yeah. Where's Olive? No, seriously. <laughs> We're serious. Where's Olive? We'll worry about your hand in a minute. Stella's just sitting there like, what about me? Like, no one cares. <laughs> Stella's always fine. She's always just sitting there. Oh, fine. Stella doesn't know what time of day it is. She doesn't yeah, know where she's, she's at. She's just derp to derp. <laughs> I fucking love that dog so much. My dogs are amazing, guys. <laughs> You hear him every now and then barking in the background, <laughs> scaring me or that's something. Right. Yeah, those are my dogs. I love her dogs. <laughs> yeah, so like, little things start to happen. Yeah, Nanook saves more than one time in this movie. Yeah. So basically, Sam now knows that his brother is a vampire, which he was starting to have suspicions. Yeah. Um, but after that, he like looks up in the mirror after he knows his brother's hand is bleeding, and Michael is starting to like lose his reflection in the mirror, yeah. and he's like, "Oh shit, Michael, you're one of them." Fuck. The fucking creature of the night, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> Which I love. That's like my favorite it's, thing in the town. Yeah, it's a really cool shot and like realization yeah. moment. Because you're yeah. like, here it goes. He found like, out. Because oh, we shit. know, but he didn't know yet. So. Yeah. And so now he knows the fucking Frog Brothers were right. Yeah, There's some real life vampires. Right he calls them up. He's like, you got Yep. And they're like, okay. And they were kind of going through like a list of like, does he have bad breath? And he's like, yeah, but he's always had bad breath. (laughs) (laughs) So they're asking him all these questions. And he's like, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, shit. Like, checks out that he's basically a fucking vampire now. Like, God damn it. What do I do? Um, That whole time he's like calling. Oh, there's like another night where he comes in and Michael's now like flying. (laughs) Yeah. Flying in his bedroom. And then all of a sudden he like goes outside and he's like trying to get in. And Sam's like, what the fuck? Yeah, he's what like, are you a flying nun? Yeah, that part's funny. Yeah, he's flying outside his window, and he's like, "Let oh, me yeah. in." And he's like, "No." <laughs> I love that so that's much. That's so, so funny. I like that little. It's like as a whole, I wouldn't say this movie is funny, but they get a couple little cracks in there. Yeah, that are not like laugh out loud, but quick little like giggles to kind of yeah the horror scary with the. Humor. Exactly, because I feel like, I mean, I don't know if, if you would even put this technically as like a hardcore like horror film. Like, definitely, the end of the movie I yeah. think is all horror. Yeah, but like, yeah, there's a lot of like action and then comedy and then also like family fun in some way. It's weird. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun little mixture vampire yeah. soup. I like it. I mean, it's rated R. Oh yeah, it's definitely not little kid. Dude, the movie. sex scene was not sexy enough to make it rated. Yeah, R. that was bullshit. The next day, Michael goes back to look for David because he's like, "What the fuck is going on?" But Star's there conveniently, and he's like, hey, and she's like, "Oh no, Michael, it's okay. I'm in the same boat." And then she just grabs him and they start making out. 
And where the fuck is Laddie? Is Laddie on the bed when they're doing it? Yeah, that she left Laddie on the bed, and then they ended up coming back to the <laughs> guys, bed and getting it on. If you look, she gets off, and Laddie's on the bed. And then the next shot, when they're about to bone, it's like, I don't know necessarily if she pushed Laddie over. They, like, rolled him over. <laughs> That's fucked up. In his little, up. like, old-school, like, military jacket. Yeah. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> I like how it's, like... Basically, <laughs> Michael's like going there for answers, and she's like, "Oh, I, I, I'm going through it too. Make love to me. Here's my vagina. That's all it is. Here's my kooka. Here's my kooka. Take it." I was pissed. I wanted to see more of that scene. Yeah, it is like a, like, no. and it's so hot because they're in the little vampire cave, and there's like curtains everywhere, and it's like all and red, Car- and the Carl's music. Yeah, sister Carlos' sister's playing. playing just- Michael's clothes. Well, it's just a shirt. In your imagination, his clothes are all off. And he just looks all pretty. He's glistening in this beautiful hair. Her hair's all fucking beautiful. And, and it's like, uh, cut, scene. cut. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, you just geared me up for nothing. I told Erica I would have did a threesome with him. I would do a threesome with him and David. And then I said I would do a foursome with him, David, and Dwight. I mean, I'm just saying. I would make out with Star. She's cute. She's really cute, but I'm, I'm uh, yeah, you can have that. I'm taking the David and Dwight. <laughs> I want Michael to myself, and then she can. She would just be our, a little slave for us. That's hot. That's hot. <laughs> that's hot. I don't I like how he pauses. Loves like, it. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Thanks for <laughs> picturing it, Erica. <laughs> I, I was picturing. I didn't picture you. I mean, <laughs> well, okay. So when you said that's hot, I wasn't in the equation. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. With this voice, I don't blame you. <laughs> Shit. I can't take this sore throat. You're the, you're, the, you're the morning after of <laughs> those three. <laughs> yeah. That's what you sound like you're like the morning guys. after. What's getting worse? I can't I know, podcast I anymore. I'm fired. That's how it was with me last time. Damn. The longer that you go, the harder it gets. Yes. I need more lube for my throat. Yeah, keep drinking your lube right there. Michael, my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Don't act like you're as innocent. The look she just gave me. <gasps> like she's never heard anything like that in her life. I was just. <laughs> Okay, none. I was thinking. You're flying, no, you're still over there. I was just thinking about something else. Like, I was starting to go into like, my next thought of where to take those. And then I was just like, cheese! <laughs> Shit. Michael's lube. Michael's lube. <laughs> we could sell that. It's, 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 it's soothing for the throat. Oh, oh God. Hail <laughs> here. Thank you, Jason Patrick. <laughs> was, was that sound really gross? Yes, I. <laughs> that's, oh the, that's the noise you make after you swallow <laughs> she's dying over there because uh, it's true <laughs> it's true like, you're like, and you usually look at the person you're welcome because it's not like we enjoy it no <laughs> There's the word job after it for a reason. <laughs> Honey, Whoa, they don't call job. it a job for nothing. They had job. It's a job. It's work, <laughs> folks. Oh, my God. This is an R-rated podcast. Along like the movie. Sorry. Mom, don't listen. Don't listen, Mom. Don't listen, you guys. Next, your tips. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God. Um. So we Anyways. Do- we do promote safe sex, guys. If you're, yes, if you're totally a young one listening to this, uh, oh sex. shit, I didn't even think about that. Whoops. Fast for um, uh, skip ahead. Skip ahead. Oops. Um, spoilers. 
That's what happens after you do a great job. <laughs> Spoilers and spitters and swallowers are all on this chat. Okay. That's See what it. happens That's in the vampire it. life. So basically, We're just vamping out. It's Michael fine. and um, Star have gotten it on. Mm-hmm. And at this point, they're like, I think they're, are they kind of trying to figure out what they're going to do? Like, they don't want to be vampires. Yeah, they're starting to make a plan because they realize that since they're not making a kill, they can't turn into a full vampire. So they, they don't need to that. kill the head vampire to reverse this, basically, this spell. The spell. Yeah, so this vamp, this vampy spell. They're witchy vamps, basically. Yeah, so Michael goes back and he's trying now to get help from Sam and the Frog Brothers. And they're like, okay, all you have to do is you have to go to the head vampire, you have to kill it, and then everything's fine. So, um, meanwhile, Lucy is now starting to date Max, who is that little owner and who is the head vampire, but we don't know that at this time. We don't know it yet. But Sam suspects him, so they put, they put, um, Max through all these tests while they welcomed him over for dinner. Um, little did they know that if you invite a vampire into your house, all of that shit doesn't matter. You have all the powers are gone, basically. And he's still head honcho. So, of course, he flies with passing colors for all these tests. I'm like, shit, it's not him. It must be David. So the next day they go during the day, they go to the cave and they're like, hey, we're going to have to kill not to kill these vampires because now you guys can be saved. So Michael goes in. He's like weak because he needs to feed. Yeah. So Michael goes into the cave. He's like, I can't help you guys. I can't say. But then he's like talking to Star and stuff too. And she's like, just take Laddie because, you know, again, he can't do shit. She's being overdramatic. Yeah. Take just, just take him. No, he's bitch. A, obviously, he's I care about you. Like, yeah, like, I don't give you. a fuck about Laddie, homie. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares about Laddie? What stupid fucking name, yeah, Laddie? Stupid name. So Michael nuts. takes Laddie. <laughs> Like she, she, she's got him whipped. Yeah, yeah. I mean, vagina is apparently rock golden. What is it called? Pussy whipped? Pussy whipped. Yeah. <laughs> um, golden veg. So he takes Laddie. Um, they're waiting in the little car. And then Sam and the Frog Brothers go and they start hunting for the vampires. They locate them. Obviously, they're all hanging upside down like vampires do. They're not in coffins. In a dark part of the cave. Yeah, they're hanging down like bats. Basically, because they all freaking bats. Um, So they go in and they kill Marco. um, And then that wakes up all the vampires. They are fucking mad because they now killed one of theirs. So the other guys are still hanging up. But David chases after all three of the boys and almost captures Sam. But of course, Sam escapes. Um, And then actually, what's funny is there's a little fun fact is that after Sam escapes, it shows back to Kiefer, and he's got, like, a single tear, like, rolling down yeah. his face. That tear was actually not, like, it wasn't scripted or acted. It just happened because those contacts really hurt the actors to the point where they can only wear them for a few seconds at a time. So, um, Kiefer Sutherland's eyes were super fucking irritated and just... Cause it looks good. It looks, he's crying yeah. because Marco, he knows his butt yeah. is gone. So Joel just kept it in because he liked the way it looked. It looks good. So now they're all freaked out. They're heading back home. And they're trying to find out what the fuck to do because they know for a fact that all these vampires are going to come after them. Yeah. So <clears throat> they do. Yeah, they do. They know in a couple hours when they wake up from their nap. <coughs> yeah. It's going to get real. So now they're trying to do all these little things. So they go to the church. They grab holy water. They fill the bathtub with holy water and a bunch of garlic. And they fill with their super soakers. Yeah, they're, speaking, they're, they're making booby traps and yeah, stuff. Yeah, a bunch of booby traps. I mean, because that's what you do. 
that was a whole like hardcore like Goonies to me right yeah, there. Yeah, I loved it. Um, so now they're like completely prepared, and um, in comes a. Uh, Vampires, basically. They make an entrance. They fly yeah, in. They make an entrance. Well, Nanook is outside. Oh, this part definitely is a little yeah. nail biter part. Because when they all came back to the house, obviously Nook is going crazy because there's three new vampires in yeah. his house now. So Michael was like, "Hey, take him out just in case." Yeah. So later that night, you hear Nanook like, mm. like "Help!" Oh, yeah, doing the help, dog whimpering. Yeah, so the dog's Mike- like trying to get off the little gate. And Michael and Sam, Sam go to get him. Yeah, so they get him and they're running back. Of course, you know Sam and Michael trip over nothing. They, oh my god! And when I was, <laughs> it's funny because this part is a nail biter and it's a little tension. Like, oh it shit! Is. Oh shit! And they fall, and you're like, you're fucking kidding me. Yeah, they mainly tension for fall. the dog. Oh my god! I was only worried about the dog. I was really worried about the dog. I didn't really care about Michael or Sam. I was just really worried about the dog. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's me too. I was like, oh fuck! If they get the dog in this scene, like, there's two scenes in this movie you think a dog's gonna be dead, and it, and then, it yeah. kills me. I'm like, ugh. Like, please don't hurt that beautiful Malamute. And they didn't. They don't <laughs> they get did. the dog. They all get inside, and now they have to fight. To all the fights, they have to go for the. I can't talk. So, so they turn. start. <laughs> they start fighting the vampires. Um, Corey Feldman and the fo- the Frog Brother. Sorry, I just always yeah. Corey Feldman. It's fine because no one else knows the other guy. <laughs> they get one of them by putting him in the bathtub of holy water, and he just yes. has a really great practical makeup effect like, like his skin is melting, is melting off. off it's beautifully done and then all this blood is coming through um the faucet yeah from the drains and it's fucking done so brilliantly um the other one Dwayne. how did Dwayne die Dwayne. well basically he's charging at um is it sam uh-huh. He's charging at Sam, and Sam shoots like a bow and arrow, and then Dwayne pretends that he like falls down, and then he gets back up, and he's like, ha miss, and Sam's like, only once, buddy, and then he shoots him again, and it goes straight to Dwayne's heart, and then Dwayne like jumps back into the stereo, and then he gets like electrocuted. Yeah, that was a good death. Yeah, so the that was a really of, fun one. All the deaths, really. I mean, Marco was, was kind of eh, because it was just like a separate, right. they had not, a separate yeah. one. Uh, Marco was my least favorite anyway. But yeah. um, they're all really good deaths, too. Yeah, there's some good-looking deaths. And then um, now and we're in, at... In, now we're at David's. So David's looking like a fucking badass in the Raptors. Yeah. He's a... <laughs> comes into, like, you know, that great shot that he comes into, like, the light from, like, the dark. And yeah. it's just his reveal of how creepy that he looks. It looks awesome. And um, basically, Michael's like, not today! <laughs> and of course, they battle it out. Yeah, like, so, like, Michael's now, like, in his vampire form, and they're, like, battling the fucking shit out of each other. And then, meanwhile, um, cut to, like, the bedroom scene where Star and Laddie are at, and, like, Laddie's now starting to turn into, like, his little vampire. Yeah, he's, he's getting hungry. Yeah, so he needs to feed because they obviously that's what happens with vampires. And so the Frog Brothers were like basically trying to like kill Laddie. Star comes out of the closet like, no, he's just a little boy. And they're like, well, fucking, what do they say? Like he's, Eddie, look at this Eddie Munster lookalike or yeah, something like that. some shit like that. It was yeah. pretty funny. Um, and so that little scene happens, and then it's just cut to again David and Michael battling it out, and then um, finally Michael basically pierces david onto these horns of yeah. the, in this like trophy room that his grandpa has yeah so his grandpa's attack he does taxidermy <laughs> and so in that room taxidermy ta- thank yeah, you he taxidermy um there's a lot of horns and just materials around horns yeah. of all you know deer and yeah. bulls and all that kind of stuff and skulls and teeth and you know that happened to be there was a table full of different like horns <laughs> and 
And Michael was just... He got David. He got David. Yeah, David happened to fall onto a, a pair of horns oh. and it stabbed him and pierced him right through the yeah. chest. And I was telling Krista that if you notice when you watch it is that David never actually dies. Um, if you look at all the other vampires, they either like explode or they like melt or whatever. And David basically just comes back to his like natural like human life. Yeah. And that was because they were actually supposed to do a sequel and they wanted David to come back. That would have been awesome. That would have been really cool. I mean, obviously more Kiefer. I like, yeah, definitely more Kiefer. I mean, I mean, his death was kind of at peace because he's sitting there basically yeah, resting like, like an angel. You. It was like in the Monster Squad when um, Rudy shoots the werewolf yeah. and the werewolf and he's like, Thank you, yeah. Uncle Rico. Thank you. Yeah. And it was like that touching moment. Like, oh, poor thing. We're doing that one too. Oh my God. Okay, you guys, you want to know a really huge favorite movie of mine? It's the fucking Monster Squad. Dude, let's do that one soon in the next couple of weeks. I'm down. Yeah. Down. Down. Okay. Fucking write that down. down. Put that on your notes. You guys, the Monster Squad, if you have not seen that, please watch it. Try to find it before we do this, maybe in the next couple Wolfman's weeks. Wolfman's got nards! Yeah, Wolfman's got nards! My favorite. Such a fucking talk. Okay, so these vampires are amazing. Um, that Dracula in that movie is hands down my favorite Dracula of all Draculas. Mm-hmm. And I know that's probably saying a lot for a lot of people. Like, what the fuck? It's just a nostalgic thing. But that Dracula as a kid really tore my shit up. And there's some <laughs> scenes in there that are like fucking amazing i was actually trying to get the monster squad on my top and i remember us discussing like ah it's not technically it's not technically a I mean, horror some, if you look it up in some places people put it like comedy <laughs> horror but i told her i'm like if you put that on there that opens the gates for beetlejuice yeah you know all those other kind yeah. of movies like that and we're i got trying so to keep it at movies that were actually made to scare you yeah and that one wasn't and i was trying to like push the envelope because i mean it's the classic monsters yeah so i was like well all the classic monsters were like horror but then i was like yeah no you're right i just really wanted to talk about it but now we, we will. We will. We will. We will. You guys, seriously. Oh my, god. oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um. So, okay. So, basically, after David dies, Sam, not Sam, Michael and Star are like, dude, I don't feel any different. Like, he's not the fucking head vampire. And then and in walks, yeah. Coincidentally, Mom and freaking Max, Max come home from a Come date. home. And he's like, oh, shit. And he takes his fucking glasses off. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I guess uh, me and my boys have been causing some trouble and then you find out that he's the fucking head vampire like sam said and all he really wants to do is to make his boys and lucy's boys um like a big family and lucy be like the mother of the vampires with him and that was like his main thing he just really liked lucy so they could be it can be the blood sucking Brady Bunch. Yeah, who wants to be the blood sucking Brady, Brady Bunch? bunch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. <laughs> and then now, obviously, he is basically everyone tries to go after Max. They're all trying to fight him. You can't do that. He holds his hand out to Lucy, and Lucy's like, Sam, and she like puts his hand in his hand because she's sacrificing, she's sacrificing basically herself, herself for her kids. the family because yeah. that's what mothers do. And then all you hear is like, and it's the fucking grandpa. In comes grandpa with his fucking truck, slams through the house, and then Michael jumps, pushes Max, and then a big ass fucking like stake goes through Max's heart. 
and kills Max. Kills Max. Keeps, Max. Keep in mind, Grandpa knows this town is flooded with vampires, yeah. so he's always on like a prep mode. So he already had a bunch of wooden log shape, like huge wooden stakes, yeah. pre-cut in the yard. Like, yeah. He's fucking prepared. Like here, and like you don't know this at the time that he knows about it. There's like subtle hints that Grandpa has been given throughout the movie, but the very last scene, Grandpa says, one thing I could never stomach about Santa Carla it's all the damn vampires. vampires. And then so you're like, Pino, fucking grandpa. grandpa. Yeah. Like, and, like all the, and it makes sense. Now, like all the garlic that he had in the house, the fact that he was doing those wood steaks, like, you know, even when Diane West, Lucy had first brought him home. Yeah. And brought Max over. And grandpa was kind of looking like, hmm. <laughs> like, I don't trust him. And he like closes the door. Like, so he's like one him. of those subtle characters. He's pretty funny. And he's yeah. eccentric. Like you said, He's just goofy grandpa, but he's actually really fucking smart. He's pretty smart. And he, and he just, he opens the refrigerator, grabs a beer, and it's just like, hmm. And then it pans back to Sam, Michael, and Lucy, and it just goes black. And then you hear the song, people are strange when it's stranger. And that's the, and movie, that's the end of The Lost Boys. And I fucking love that movie so much. And if you guys are going to watch this and you want to do it in a party environment, we got a drinking game for you. Oh, yeah. So in this movie, they say Michael 118 times. Can you guys count them? Let's see if you can. Take a drink every time they say it. Uh, maybe do a little bit more of a diluted mixturing because yeah. that's a lot of shots. Just maybe saying. every other shot water. Yeah, something like that. You know, don't go killing yourself now. Yeah, every other three shots maybe. Don't you go die now on us. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to be uh, arrested. No. <laughs> so that's the Lost Boys, my friend. Yeah, so let's let's go in trainings before we talk about anything else. What do you rate this, Krista? Oh, fuck, I don't know. Mm. Uh, I want to say off the bat 80 percent okay um i love it a lot i think it's well done um it's so bad there's really nothing that really wants it to not be 100 but like it's not it's a favorite but not an all-time favorite right it's like it's definitely a notch up for movies that i really like a lot it's something that i can go to look at amount i feel like you really got to stick on me more which i love you're welcome like i already (laughs) was like I think when I first met you, have I seen it already? Or I think I said I only saw it like once. I think you only saw it like once. I saw it like once or twice. And I guess I just didn't really fully sit down and watch it enough. I'm like, okay. And me and Erica know each other for a few years now. I'm like, she really fucking loves this movie. Let me just mm-hmm. like really sit and watch it. It's been a long time. And I'm like, ah. Yeah. I see why. And now I watch it more and more. Like since I've gotten to rediscover it, I find myself really going to it more Yay. often throughout the year. So thank you. You're welcome. Um, so I would say 80%. Um, the only thing that keeps it is the twenties not having it st- stuck on me as much as longer, right? And um, just like l- little parts, like little things that Star says is very annoying. I don't like Laddie, and I don't yeah. like the CGI. I mean, I get why they did the CGI effect of Michael and David flying at each other because it would have looked corny with ropes. But it still looks corny as CGI, too. Right. I mean, they could have done what they were doing the whole entire time with the flying scenes and just have it one person react and then have the camera move in on them. Yeah. That or like more... one person jumped off the balcony and one was standing on the floor. Yeah, I agree. Jump at each other. Mm-hmm. There's like little things in it that's like, and honestly, Corey Feldman's voice that he's doing in this movie annoys me. It, does, <laughs> it is. Yeah. So like, is he going through puberty or is that just that's the just a choice. he's going for and it's his choice and I yeah. can see how it fits. It's, it's funny but annoying a little bit. Right. So there's just like little things that I nitpick at. But it's so good that I have to nitpick. It's not like other movies we've done where it's like, no, there's big problems in your yeah. face. 
it's just me nitpicking and so 80% and um again it's 80% and eight nugs there you go meal cool and I'll definitely do all dipping sauces there you go good job what do you what do you give it (laughs) um I'm going straight 90% on this one a lot of um nostalgic boost um I love the vampires I love the makeup I love the actors I think the casting was brilliant um I love the soundtrack I love basically everything about this movie, the style, just everything. Um, I give it all 10 nugs and all dipping sauces. Nice. Mm -hmm. Extra hot nugs and all the damn dipping sauces. Yeah, there are a few things with the CGI. I mean, thank God it was only like really one scene. Thank goodness. But it's still a pretty like, the continuity is actually pretty good. I think I only noticed like one little continuity thing. Um, Yeah, Star kind of kills it for me, but Laddie really kills it for me. But I think everything else completely saves this movie. I just... I fucking love it. I love a lot of the nods to it. I just, I love this movie. Lost Boys is awesome. That's such a good movie, guys. Watch it, please. Yay! <laughs> Yay! So that was The Lost Boys. Thanks for listening and tuning in to hear about The Lost Boys. We hope we sparked a little flame under your asshole to go watch it if you have Yeah. Tickle, tickle. And, or tickle. Um, <laughs> tickle your asshole to go watch it. <laughs> if you want to be part of the bloody... Blood the blood-sucking suck- Brady Bunch. The blood-sucking Brady Bunch you can be because we're actually doing right now a Ghoulentines giveaway. Yes. And in there, there is a lot of Lost Boy merch. Mm-hmm. If you want to see that and all the other things that are included in this giveaway, you can head on over to our Instagram page, and that is at Horror Movies and Chill. And mm-hmm. we have a post on there with the goodies that you'll win. Yes. Very easy directions. All you have to follow is us. Me and Erica and all mm-hmm. those tags, um, all the handles are listed in the um, rules. And yes. um, comment your Ghoulentines, even if it's one person, one friend, yeah. boyfriend, girlfriend. If it's your dog's Instagram page yeah, who and they're gives your Ghoulentine, just tag. tag them in there. And that's all yeah. it takes. And if you want, I mean, this is definitely optional, but if you want extra little uh, entrance. Uh, bonus bonus entry. Yeah, bonus entrance. Uh, entries. Entries. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> entries, then um, hop on over to our iTunes and you can go ahead and rate, review, and subscribe. Like us on Spotify. But again, that's just optional. The other ones are just just like us. Just check out our page. I think we got some, some good stuff going on. Yeah. We, the Golden Times giveaway is adorable. Yes. Something- and that's just our first one, guys. And there's some, what we were saying, there's a couple little oh. added extra goodies. Yeah, we have extra little goodies. I'm not going to say what they are. The winner will reveal them when they open their goodie when they win. Yes. Um, after we, obviously, if we ship it out to the winner. Um, there's mm-hmm. two little extra goodies that we have that we're like, oh, we're throwing these in there. But Just of for course, a bonus for you guys. We got them after we took the picture of the whole yes. assortment. So that's a Sorry. little extra little goodies in there. Um, so yeah, um, you guys are our Golentines and we want, we want a lucky Golentine to win for this year's Valentine's Day. We will be picking you on Valentine's Day. We don't have a time we're picking you yet, but it's going to happen on that day. Yes. And then it should be announced that day, if not the next day, like after 12 a.m. or something. It'll be around that day. You'll, you'll hear it. You'll hear it. (laughs) All right. Well, I think we're. We're good. I think we're good. Thanks for listening to us and uh, thanks for all the support. support. And um, until next time, stay, stay creepy, creepy, bitch. bitch.